special episodes from the Netherlands. This is Tony's Rhapsody. I'm your host, Tony Jung. Hi guys, welcome back to Tony's Rhapsody. This is T R Markets. At this Wednesday today, this is going to be a midweek market wrap. So starting off, we're here. We're looking at the equity market. So we see that uh, in general, the global stock rally. Uh, if we break it down into different regions, as we see in Asia, four major forces that we see in play in boosting the stock uh, performance is first of all China's PMI. Some really important uh, product managers index suggesting China's consumer powers as well as what are the corporates doing as a whole. As it rises, we see the Asian stocks are performing quite well. Uh, more of a temporary force that we also see is that. U.S. and China trade talk actually resume on Wednesday in Washington, which is just today. And with the prospects that we can foresee in the futures, it also helps with the global st uh, stock uh, performance in Asia. Now we also need to understand at uh, at the backdrop there is some really macro level elements uh, kicking in, which is the quantitative easing. Um, that is, has been adopted by the Chinese government over the past years, and it has gradually been working, boosting up the competitiveness in the Chinese markets. Uh, lastly, is just in general, there is a larger than expected tax and fee cuts in improving financial condition as a whole. So, as you can know, this is a really absolutely great news for um, all the business that is currently operating in Asia. Now, if you look into uh, the America or U.S. specifically, we also see that the U.S. ISM index for manufacturing actually also rises as well. Some of the similar elements that we see in the Asian market, particularly uh, for China, will also kicks in. For example, in terms of China's PMI, suggesting that China as a market continue to um, consume, and uh, that would also support the U.S. growth on the other end. What we also see from the U.S.-China trade talk will also influence U.S. on this side as well. Now, if we um, that's that's for the equity. If we go into the bond markets, as we see um, the global stock rally, it kind of means that overall the risk aversion of the people uh, or or the investors actually decrease, and that actually is not a good sign for the government bond performance. Specifically, we're looking at the government bond retreated. As the in general risk aversion actually eased, at the same time, in terms of ten-year yield, they actually decline. Now let's bring us um, to another um, product that we're seeing here, which is commodity. And for this this time, we're going to emphasize on the crude oil. Currently, we're seeing a biggest quarterly rise in a decade during January to March, as um, there are two major forces in play. First of all, is the U.S. sanctions against Iran and Venezuela, which are some of the largest oil producers, and as well as some of the OPEC-led supply cuts.、Um, another force in play was, of course, on a、um, higher level and big pictures, we're seeing a slowing global economy. But clearly, we see that when these two forces are in play. One is clearly dominant、um, of another, which is the sanctions power, in,、um, and that has increasingly bring the crude oil price to rise. Now, if we bring us、uh, to the last product, which is the forex markets, we are going to look at sterling. So, as we see currently,、um, the UK they are facing the turmoil under the Brexit deal, 
And the recent defeat for British Prime Minister Theresa May's Brexit deal actually means Sterling isn't performing really well. Now, uh, if we're talking about Forex, definitely, uh, and really interesting findings in a different type of exchange mediums being Bitcoins or more generally the virtual currencies, also see really large volatility today. So as we see, it jumped up 23%, temporarily topping $5,000 just two days ago. And other uh, cryptocurrencies were also influenced and and uh, shot up uh, as well. Um, At the same time, we're seeing that uh, the potential reason for this is that there are big buy orders in Bitcoins that leads to these outsized moves. And uh, in part because the volume is spread across a dozen of venues across the world. Now, one of the key arguments uh, being Bitcoins not being able to be in a medium of exchange, ideally, is that the volatility is still too high, as can be seen from the markets um, these days. So that's it for the midweek market wrap. Hope you enjoyed the information and we'll see you next time at Tony's Rhapsody. So, that's the episode. If you like it, please tune in for more. I'm Tony Zhang. See you next time at Tony's Rhapsody. Thanks for listening.